Hi, I'm Chelsea. And I'm Chris. And we are first-time parents. We are a mid-20s couple living on the east side of Seattle in Washington State. Our baby was born in the spring of 2020, and we are learning how to become parents while continuing our lives of outdoor adventure and home renovations. So come listen to our journey as we learn how to adapt parenting into our lives. Hello, welcome back to Emerald City Parenting. We missed last week, so we are going to talk about weeks 8 and 9 today and everything that has happened with Jamie in that time frame. So uh, I think overall his his motor skills are developing, and that is what one of our apps say as well. Um, But it seems like he has more control of his body, um, like whether it's his head or like moving his hands around. He loves standing up with our help. Um, It definitely like calms him down and everything. So yeah, he's just been using his muscles and his body and joints a lot and learning how they work and how to engage different things. And that's been really exciting to see. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Next, we um, we took him on the Heather Lake hike, which is um, one of Chelsea and I's favorites. And so that was really exciting because we did that hike through um, all of her pregnancy um, once in each trimester. And then, so now, once again, now that he's here, so yeah. it was fun to do that. And Got to carry him up and he's, show him around. kind of been there four times now. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a fun little visit. I think we've out-hiked it a bit. After that time, we were ready to, you know, start going to a new location. We've done other hikes, but we're ready to start going to a new alpine lake. That's what that one is. Mm-hmm. Um, more exciting news is that Jamie has outgrown his first newborn clothes in these weeks. It was, uh, it was pretty crazy to see, but the outfits that were big and baggy on him when we brought him home at seven pounds, 15 ounces now are very tight and make him look like a little sausage or something. So they are getting pushed into a giveaway pile because they're not fitting this little boy anymore. Yeah, that's kind of sad because our some of our favorite outfits. Yeah, yeah, we had some really fun ones. ones. Yeah, but yeah, there's there's new ones here, and uh, he's still wearing the things that Mimi and Poppy bought him when he came. We bought mostly three month things, but I've been saying like, all right, we're definitely chugging right into six month clothes. They're just a little baggy on him now, and yeah. he'll be in them soon. Yeah. Uh, so overall, Jamie's been a lot more aware and like smiling more and almost laughing. He'll kind of make the <laughs> noises. Um, he's just like talking a lot. You can probably hear him now. He's just making so much more noises and he's, you know, awake and looking around more. And uh, he like actually likes looking around. He likes being held outward instead of like cradled in towards you. So it's definitely showing that he's really curious about the world around him and he's excited to see things and interact with the world. Yeah, he really likes when you support him so he can stand up. Sometimes he'll be fussing a lot and we can't figure out what's wrong with him. And then if you let him like stand up and then he'll, he'll stop fussing. So yeah. I think he just wants, you know, the independence or something. Yeah, yeah. He's just He has to focus to stand up and he's makes him happy to look around and be able to see more. Yeah, it's been really fun to just see that progression with him. So Jamie had his two-month checkup. 
Yeah, he met his pediatrician. When you have a baby at a birth center, you can use your midwives to do the initial newborn visits. So we didn't see our pediatrician until his two-month checkup. And that was fine with us because the midwives are good and they could evaluate him. And everything's just making sure he's eating enough anyway. But he met his doctor, uh, who is actually our, she's like a family care naturopathic doctor. And so she's our doctor already. And now she's Jamie's doctor as well. And I think it was really cool to see that transition of, you know, she'd been our quote unquote adult doctor. And then she just kind of like transitioned over to this like more kid friendly state where things are like fun. And, you know, you put on that different attitude for a baby. And it's just really cool to see that difference. And um, every like baby question we asked her, she could answer and like, you know, give us some advice or you know, tell us, like, yes, that's normal, or, I mean, there wasn't anything irregular, um, but it was just really, it impressed me a lot to see her just kind of, like, switch gears like that, and it was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, we did all his measurements during that visit, um, his head circumference, his height and weight, and he was uh, 90 or 100 plus percentile in everything, and so his height is the thing that was over 100, and the other two things were uh, between 90 and 100. Which and, is funny, because... Chelsea and I are not tall people. All right, so yeah. Yeah, we're both well under six foot. He's just growing quickly. Yeah, I think he's just having, like, initial growth spurt, and then, you know, I'm sure it'll level out. But, yeah, it was just, like, really exciting. It made me feel proud because, you know, I've been feeding him just breast milk and then um, got some advice and did some research on his supplements, and he's been getting just those things, no formula, um, so it was really cool to see, like, he kind of got, like, a perfect bill of health, and everything was going well, and he's looking good. No weird symptoms or anything like that. And, um, yeah, so we learned, like, kind of more ways to play and engage with him, and what else? Anything notable about that visit? Um, just that he had a perfect bill of health. Yeah, yeah, we just kind of talked about his sleep schedule and everything, and... Um, I forget if we, I don't think we'd hit it in the last podcast, but an exciting thing in the seventh week, or I guess the eighth week, like between week seven and eight, mm-hmm. um, was that he slept seven hours overnight. Right. So that was the first time during week seven. And he does it kind of like on and off. He's between like six and seven hours normally most nights now. And so that was like <laughs> really great. His doctor was happy to hear that, that he, you know, he's gained so much weight and can help us get all, all get more sleep. Um, so yeah, usually I'll go to bed with him around nine or so, and then, um, we'll sleep until somewhere between four and 6am, depending on the night. And that's just like a really nice stretch. There's even been some stretches where he didn't need a change all night. So like Chris didn't have to get up at all, which I think you really appreciated. Yeah, that was nice. (laughs) So Chelsea went back to work. Um, and so this kind of fits in with that. Um, so sometimes when Jamie wakes her up in the morning, if it's closer towards the six o'clock hour, not the four o'clock hour, mm-hmm. then uh, many times she'll just stay up and then just start working. But she'll mm-hmm. like lay Jamie back down with me because I'm still sleeping. And so then it's a lot easier for her to get, you know, a jump start in her, her work day because, you know, both of us are still sleeping, but especially him. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so I think that works out really well. Yeah, yeah, it's been, like, that's kind of been the best way we can do this schedule because I've been working all from home so far. 
Uh, so I just work on my laptop around the house and I'm doing like reports. And uh, I don't know if you listened to our earlier podcast, but I'm a geologist for an environmental consulting firm. So, so far I am just like writing reports and doing like QC check work on data from home. And yeah, it's pretty hard to do that. If I mean, it's hard to do any type of work if you're caring for a new newborn, you're just kind of taking care of your baby and that's it. Yeah. So yeah, I generally like getting up early anyway. So as long as I can get to bed early enough to get some good sleep, then I've just been getting up after I feed Jamie that time and putting back to sleep with Chris and both of them will stay in bed till like eight or nine and Chris will have gone to bed later than me. So Mm -hmm. they kind of hang out and some mornings I've even gotten like, like almost half my work day before you guys get up. If I get up really early and you sleep in really late. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, seems ridiculous, but it's works out really nice. If like I can get Jamie to sleep that much longer and I can just kind of hang out. Or a lot of times when I'm working in the morning, I'll um, pump the rest of my milk after I feed Jamie and make his bottle with his vitamins in it. And that's like an easier way to get him to take them than having to like hold his mouth open. Mm -hmm. Um, so we'll do that too. And just, I'll just leave the bottle on Chris's nightstand for when he wakes up and he'll stay in bed and give it to him. Um, Although I just, <clears throat> I just had to order the, um, the, the medium flow nipples. Medium flow nipples because yeah. I think-, I think during our last podcast, Jamie wasn't even taking a bottle at the moment. Mm-hmm. So that only lasted a few days, like less than a week. And, uh, then he started taking one again after, but it wasn't Chris's favorite thing. Well, I think, he gets frustrated with the slowest flow nipple because it's like one teeny tiny hole. And I think that it takes like three times longer for him to get the same amount of milk out of the bottle as it would to get it out of you. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think he gets frustrated with it. So hopefully, you know, he'll like the medium flow and that'll be a good fit for him. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that'll improve feed time with the bottle and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he can take that. And he's been using the Mason bottle. I think we said that we tried the Mason bottle and the Mam bottle when he was being fussy and he wouldn't take any of them. Mm -hmm. Um, But we went back to the Mason bottle and are just using that right now. And then hopefully in the next week or so, we'll have the medium flow nipples to try on it. Um, So the Mason bottle is really cool because I also, when I pump with my pump, I can just pour the milk into like the little four ounce Mason jars and that's what I store it in, in the freezer. And I just put a chalkboard label and label the date on it. And, uh, yeah, so I've been doing like a, uh, plastic free or like, no, it's like all reusable material way of storing milk, which we're a big fan of because we try to reduce our plastic use and especially like single use items. So we've completely eliminated that from the process while normally breast milk bags are really big mm-hmm. or, um, plastic bottles. I mean, not usually disposable, but definitely plastic bottles. Um, so we're avoiding a lot of the chemicals you might see in them or things you would leach into the milk when you heat it up. And yeah, so we're pretty happy to be doing that and to avoid as much plastic as we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so also in the work time frame, it was between my first and second week of work. I So it all started, we were like working out on like a Wednesday or Thursday after I had finished work and I like hit my boob on our squat rack and it hurt pretty bad. I think I like had jumped off the pull-up bar and hit it and it hurt and I like reacted then, but just kind of brushed it off and kept going. And then, oh, sorry. 
<clears throat> so the next day, she woke up in a lot of pain. <laughs> yeah, well, it was like, I think it was actually two days later. Um, I, like, started feeling really crappy. Yeah, because it was Friday night. Um, I just, like, started feeling really crappy, and I thought I, like, worked out too hard and was, like, overly sore. So... I was like, well, whatever, like, we'll just make Saturday a rest day and it'll be fine. I actually thought Friday was the rest day, but we ended up being pretty active. So on Saturday I woke up and I was trying to work like on my computer, like normal, but I was just like dying. It was like worse fatigue than birth my, or like than post-birth. Um, I was super, super sore. Like we had done a leg workout and my calves were so sore. I couldn't walk. Like I was like hobbling around and like my back hurt and like everything just hurt. And then I had like been like hot with, uh, with chills. Um, and I, I generally wear an aura ring to sleep. And that told me that like my temperature was a few degrees above normal and it was all just like ridiculous. And so then within the first few hours of the day, I realized like, I must be sick. Like this can't just be like workout soreness, you know, cause it was like really bad with the fever and everything. So I ended up barely doing any work and I just like went back to bed and stayed there. And then I think um, I started to like set in that I had a fever and everything. So basically I felt bad that whole day. And then I didn't realize until the end of the day that it was actually all from a clogged duck. So I thought I was like sick or had like COVID that's going around now or something like that. And then... I was doing some research online and realized like you can get a fever just from having a clogged milk duct. And I think when I hit my boob on the rack, it like caused some inflammation inside and actually clogged like many ducts at once. And it was all like rapid onset since it happened from that event. So it was uh, really bad and really painful. And it like hurt when Jamie ate, but only in the beginning. So I kept feeding him. And I was just like wiped out all of Saturday. And then luckily Sunday, I started feeling a little better and like got more work in that day. But yeah, I, I had to take like, I think three or four days off of working out, which is really unusual for me on Saturday. I didn't even want to get out of bed to like watch TV or anything. Like I couldn't do anything. So yeah, that was all really terrible. And I said during it, I was like, man, I wish people told me how bad clogged ducks were. And I think a few had, but I hadn't really listened. And yeah, it was just all around terrible. So I will try very hard to not do that now. <clears throat> but anyway, back to Jamie. So so in addition to his two-month checkup, our, um, our doctor can't do vaccines yet just because she just recently set up her own practice and she hadn't gotten certified for them yet. So she, uh, she sent us to like a local pediatrician that's like a bigger business and they can like take patients just to do vaccines if you want, as long as they have enough records. So we went in with him two days after his first visit and got his vaccines. Um, so we got seven different ones actually, but it was combined into three pokes and then one oral one. It's like a oil they kind of take and swallow. And Jamie did great. We took him in. It was like a little bit of a run around being like our first time there. But yeah, we went in, got in the office. Um, they didn't even like question us or do like a whole exam or anything, which is kind of nice since we like just had his other one and we're not planning on going there for normal care. So yeah, so they just got everything ready and we did all the vaccines and 
he cried, but you know, he worked it out and it's all good. He was supposed to see the rest of that day. Yeah. <clears throat> but that was to be expected because of what happened. Yeah, I'm sure his little thighs were sore from the from the pokes and everything and the weird stuff being in there. Yeah. And then he uh, our doctor actually recommended two like more natural remedies for vaccines. I know a lot of babies will just take Tylenol because that's the like generally recommended thing. Um, but our doctor actually recommended Arnica and Leadum, um, which are two things. You can get the Arnica in like a topical or um, a thing they can take orally. And then the Leadum is like a homeopathic. It's a little pill. And those just dissolve in his mouth. And yeah, so they're both good for the pain and can like help relieve any discomfort he's having from them. So we got him those and gave them to him that day. And then he seemed okay, like by the middle of the next day. So we didn't do any more. Yeah. Uh, another cool thing that happened. Well, it was like kind of sad to start. So his right eye started getting kind of like all boogie and um, like irritated and red. And we were kind of worried, like, shoot, is this an eye infection? Like, what direction are we headed with this? So then we, like, took pictures and sent them to our um, primary. And she said that it was probably a, a clogged tear duct from crying from his vaccines. And we were like, oh, man, that's sad. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, she actually told us that we could um, wipe it out with, like, a warm cloth and then put breast milk in his eye. And at first it, like, seemed... You know, so unusual since that's not normally how you would treat it if you're an adult. Um, but I was like, whatever, that's cool. And um, I tried it like right after she sent me that message. And literally within five minutes, I think most of the redness had cleared up. And like it seemed like way better, like it was bothering him less. And then so I did that in the evening. And then I think it, I did it again the next morning. And after that time, it was like completely better and totally like nothing wrong with his eye after that time. And it was just so amazing. Like, it makes me feel like I just create this magical substance that can fix all these problems and has so many health benefactors for him. Heal all wounds. Yeah. So it's cool because it's, like, you know, practically free and super easy to just, like, you know, put a little bit of milk in his eye. He didn't seem to mind at all. We just kind of, like, put it around his eye and let it, like, go in for a few seconds. And, yeah, he was totally cool. It seems like the, like... I guess the fat and other things kind of calm the inflammation. And then there's like good bacteria in it that kind of crowd out any bad bacteria that might've been manifesting. And yeah, so that was just really nice to see like a simple way. So we didn't have to give a medicine for something so simple. Uh, also going on during this time period is our second leap. Uh, the wonder weeks app calls it the world of patterns and He's uh, basically just, like, understanding uh, visual and, like, I guess, timing patterns more. And, yeah, so he's been going through that. He's almost finished now. And I think that's just helping him, like, sleep through the night better, understand our schedule in the day, um, start to, like, learn how to use his hands and everything more. So that's been good to see, too. Mm. Uh, another thing, we got a new baby carrier during this time, actually. So we've had the, um, we've had a few different ones, but Chris has mainly been using the Infantino carrier. And since I've been working, he's been carrying him around more. So uh, the Infantino has kind of like a low head support, or at least for Jamie's size. 
and he can't fully hold his head up yet, so he needs some support, but it's like a softer fabric background, and his uh, Jamie's head was kind of like slumping over when he was in this carrier all the time because the support was just too soft, and it wasn't working great, so... Yeah, so basically, we like it, but it wasn't our favorite thing. So I had been looking at the Tactical Baby Gear Carrier, which is like a military-grade brand, like, kind of marketed towards dads so that they have something that's a little bit more, you know, dad-style and not so feminine-looking. So I'd been looking at that carrier, but it's pretty pricey, and I thought, like, well, it can't be worth it. It doesn't look, like, that much better or anything. Um, but they do have, like, a good return policy and everything. You can just, like, send it back. It doesn't work for you. So so we decided to give it a shot because it seemed like it had a better layout to put Jamie in, like, a healthier position while we're carrying him. So we got that, and it came during this week. And uh, well, what do you think of it, Chris? I think it's really great. Um the, the biggest thing we get used to is that it attaches to you through, like, an X pattern back strap instead of, like, a classic, like, backpack strap. Um, so it feels like it squeezes your ribs a little bit at the bottom, but um, it's really actually not bad. It was just something to get used to a little bit. But as far as the carrier goes, I think it, it is nicer. Um, it's easier to put on. Um, it's easier to adjust because all the adjustment straps are like on the sides or in the front instead of having some like that actually run across the back. And then um, it has a, a stiffer, it has a stiffer head support piece um, for him, so he doesn't, you know, his little head doesn't flop back. He can hold his head up pretty well. It really um, just comes down to like when he's sleeping in it so like if i'm taking him for a walk you know and then he'll probably fall asleep pretty much every time pretty much every time and so then his little head like slumps back and so in the infantino i would have to like hold his head you know or else it would like bob in the wind and that didn't <laughs> seem right um so but this one like can actually hold his little head up and that's pretty cool yeah. um also kind of to go with the carrier um we had gotten well so we have three car seats we have um one that we bought which is like you know an all-in-one that will you know the convertible style that grows with him and then the other two were infant car seats and so for the first two months i put the infant car seats in one in each of our cars um and they worked well but the the what is it, Britax? Yeah, we had a Britax. Uh, Britax. Um, it just really, infant it one. didn't seem like a really good quality um, uh, car seat. I just really didn't like it that much. It was kind of clunky and annoying. and it, it felt like a really deep hole to put Jamie into, it so it made seemed, it harder for him to secure into it. Yeah, it seemed like his back was like really curved while he was in it, like more than normal. And yeah, it was hard to get him in it. And anyway, so I just didn't really like it. Um, and that one we put in Chelsea's car, kind of funny because so the one carrier was black and the other one was gray. And so I have gray interior and she has black interior. So I kind of just put the car seat in whichever car. So it would kind of match a little bit. So anyway, so we that one was black. And so we put that one in her car. And so primarily when we go somewhere together, you know, we take her car. So he was in that one more often and we didn't like that one as much. Yeah. So this past week, 
I decided to take that one out and put the convertible style in that, you know, grows with him. And so that one is a little bigger. What brand is that? Uh, it's Graco. That one's a Graco. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bigger because I guess it's made to be able to Because it'll like turn more. into a booster seat and everything is to fit him as a toddler. Yeah. But um, that one actually seems like really nice. I really mm -hmm. like it. It seems That's like. the only like brand new one we have. Right. The only brand new one. The other two were used, but that doesn't matter a ton. But yeah. Um, but yeah, it just seems like it's higher quality. It has little cup holders, which even though you can't use now, it's actually um, really convenient for putting his binky in like mm -hmm. while he's riding in the car. So that way you're not like putting it on like the seat of the car or on the floor or anything. Then it's always just right there. Um, and so it's really not that big a deal to always take him out of it. Um, yeah, I think that's most people's worries is that like, oh, well, you'll have to like unstrap him and restrap him each time right. instead of just like pick up the bucket. Yeah. But like, I don't personally think it's that much harder to do one than the other. Yeah. Yeah, it really wasn't. <laughs> and most of the time, like if we're going into a store like Target, you know, and he were in the bucket style car seat, we'd still take him out of the car seat. So we would put him in the baby carrier because mm -hmm. um, we just we kind of try not to get shopping carts when we go to stores other than the grocery store. Mm -hmm. um, because number one, it kind of limits like how much you can get. So that's, you know, prevents it, impulse buying prevents that. <laughs> but then also with everything going on, it's just one less thing to touch. Um, so we'd have to like carry his bucket style, you know, car seat around. And that thing feels really heavy. It's just like a really <laughs> awkward thing to carry. So I think basically we've only been using it for like restaurants lately because yeah. it seems just like so in the way. Like he got too big way too fast. It's just so clunky. Yeah. So basically we we didn't really use it much like as a, you know, on the go carry right, exactly. car seat anyway. Um, so just putting him in and out of, of the all-in-one um, seems totally fine for us. And, mm -hmm. and so we like it and it doesn't, it, it, it just seems like it's like sturdier, you know, it doesn't mm -hmm. like rock all over the place when you go over bumps and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The other ones, I don't know if it's cause they're like cheaper versions or just cause they're that style. Yeah. Um, but they definitely seemed more like Rocky. Yeah. Not as like set in place. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we've been doing a couple home projects too. Um, I finally was able to get into Ikea and get some guest room furniture. We have a third bedroom that was literally empty um, and we have people coming to visit us. And so some of them need to be able to stay here. And so I wanted to go to Ikea and get a good deal on furniture, but they've been closed and then they do like curbside pickup, but they have been limiting their number of orders because they wanted to make sure they still have enough inventory for their in-store shoppers, which kind of seems backwards with everything yeah. that's going on. It's a like, super weird scenario. We yeah. were really stunned. We couldn't order online. But that's what they told me on the phone. So they said that if I wanted to, so I, I physically went to the store and I was able to get everything that we needed. Um, but while I was there, you know, I told them that I couldn't place an online order. I'd been trying to place for like three weeks. And they told me that, um, I'd have to place the order between like 12 midnight and like 6 a.m. the next morning or else like it's not even possible for me to get an order in. And even then, you know, you might not get it in. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. You guys are really busy then. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's a lot of people like Ikea. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the, you know, the prices are, 
are really unmatchable. So it's yeah. pretty amazing. You know, the things you get from there are brand new, but they're like priced as if they're like used. Yeah. So yeah, the prices are really good for decent stuff. And I don't know. I know there's a lot of like jokes about putting Ikea furniture together, but honestly guys, it's, it's really not that hard. Like you just follow the pictures and pick the right piece of hardware and just take some time. It's super straightforward. Yeah. So I've been trying to plant grass in the backyard. Um, so that way Jamie would eventually have, you know, a yard to play in instead <laughs> of like a, a mud pit, a mud, mud flat. Um, so I planted some grass and so we got the sprinklers running and it's been beautiful here. Yeah. Sunny in 60s to 70s. Yeah. So we're hoping that's some good grass growing <clears throat> weather. Yeah. Enjoying the lake here and um, as far as home projects, I think that's about it, but there's yeah. definitely, there's always more to come. We're always working on something. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. More stories on that to come. Yeah. But anyway, I think that covers everything in our update that's going on lately. So I hope you enjoyed listening and we'll talk to you next week.